1: Chicago's city council members have one more day to agree on a new map of Chicago's 50 wards. Aldermen have worked with mapmakers and attorneys for months to come up with a ward map that reflects new census data about the city's population. So far, the many sides involved haven't agreed on much. And again, that deadline is tomorrow. Crane Chicago business reporter A.D. Quigg has the latest on a process that began back in August.
2: So this is an exercise we go through every 10 years after census data comes out. And the city has to redraw its lines to reflect how the city's population has changed. So Chicago's Black population in the past 10 years dropped 10 percent. Its Latino population jumped 5 percent. And its Asian-American population surged 30 percent. So part of what ward redistricting is about is putting communities together that sit together, but also reflecting where people have moved to and who has moved out. It's tough. We are no, nowhere near closer, it seems, after yesterday's really fraught council hearing. And like you said, the deadline is tomorrow, and after that, things get really interesting.
1: Yeah, so they've been meeting for months on these ward remaps, and, and as we said, the deadline is fast approaching. From your standpoint, do they look like they're any closer to an agreement?
2: It's not looking great. Um, Yesterday's Rules Committee meeting was very confrontational. Kind of everyone's conflicts were out in the open. We had Latino Caucus members basically blasting Alderman Michelle Harris, who is the chair of the Rules Committee, Mayor Lori Lightfoot's floor leader, saying she had not run a transparent process. Michelle Harris said she was being treated differently as a woman. She was being trampled over by the Latino Caucus, who wanted to draw their own map. Um, Basically, a lot of fighting about what was transparent what wards were locked in, and what the role of the caucuses are going forward. They don't look any closer. As of this morning, I've been texting people saying, so after December 1st, are we going straight to referendum? Is the Latino caucus going to um, ask the city clerk to put this up for a vote? I'm getting a lot of emojis with, like, little zippers over the mouth. Mm, (laughs) Oh, gosh.
1: (laughs) Tight-lipped. So, in short, the, the Latino caucus says that the Chicago Latino population has increased, so they want the ward map to reflect that. Now, the Black Caucus doesn't want to give up more than one of their 18 majority Black wards. So where does that part stand?
2: Right. So we have a few proposals floating around. We've got a public proposal from the Black Caucus. It's not a full map with 50 wards and really distinct lines, but it's more of an amorphous blob in the words of Alderman Raymond Lopez. So it doesn't have specific ward boundaries, but broad areas of the city mapped out that the Black Caucus said would create 17 Black wards, that's one less than they have right now, and 14 Latino wards, which is one more than they have right now, plus an Asian majority ward. This is one area where there does seem to be agreement that both caucuses do want to create an Asian majority ward around Chinatown. We also have a Latino Caucus proposal that has 15 Latino wards, that's two more than we currently have, 16 Black wards, that's two less than we currently have. Again, that pledge to create an Asian majority ward. And there's one more map that is not public. This is uh, the Rules Committee map is the way I'm thinking of it. We don't know much about it except that 36 uh, black and white aldermen have been meeting on it and locked in, in the words of Alderman Michelle Harris, certain ward boundaries that they figured out by essentially working together and saying, okay, if I move this street here, you can have these few blocks and I'll have these few blocks. Because every time you move a ward boundary, it affects one or two or sometimes three wards around you. So it's a lot of deal-making. But again, we have not seen what that map looks like. But Alderman Mm -hmm. Michelle Harris has seemed to infer that she has possibly 36 aldermen in support. That's a lot of aldermen, but short of what you need to avoid a referendum.
1: So what's going to happen here? If if aldermen can't come to an agreement, what are the next steps?
2: Right. So the simple votes are a map needs 26 votes to pass. Um, It needs 34 to avoid a veto from the mayor and 41 to avoid a referendum. So I reread the state statute this morning. If council fails to act by this December 1st deadline, 10 or more aldermen have the right to file a petition with the clerk to call for a referendum. No alderman can sign on to more than one petition to create this referendum, so battle lines are really drawn at that point. It's my understanding there could be a special election if they wanted to, but I could see the city more likely choosing a date where there's already election happening, so maybe not until next June. It does not take away the ability for council to pass another map. It's not like December 1st comes and council can't continue to bargain, but it does open up that referendum possibility. And if council does pass a map, even after perhaps the Latino caucus or another group of 10 aldermen file a referendum, let's say council does pass something, if it's with less than 41 votes, they could keep filing for referenda, essentially. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, there's always the threats of lawsuits. Alderman Gilviegas is the, the chair of the Latino Caucus, and he's essentially threatened as much um, that MALDEF, which is also in court over the state legislative maps, could also take the city council map to court if they view it as uh, not giving Latinos sufficient representation.
1: Lots going on there, and, and this deadline, as we said, is tomorrow, so it would be very interesting. That is Crane's Chicago business reporter, A.D. Quigg. Thanks for the update, A.D. Thank you. So let's hear from some of the aldermen who've been busy in the map room. In a moment, we're going to hear from 35th Ward Alderman Carlos Ramirez Rosa from the Latino Caucus. But first, let's hear from 49th Ward Alderwoman Maria Haddon. Hi, Alderwoman. Welcome to Reset.
3: Hi, how are you today?
1: Doing well. Thanks for taking the time to join us here. We just heard from A.D. and she talked about how unlikely it is that you'll come to an agreement by tomorrow. You are a member of the Council's Black Caucus, which is in the thick of this. So from where you stand, can you tell us how close we are to a map?
3: It's really hard to say. Uh, I think especially, and in, in A.D. gave some good coverage of uh, yesterday's committee meeting. Judging by what was put on display as unresolved yesterday, it seems like we're at a bit of a stalemate. I do have faith in the motivation of everybody in council and, and I'd say our residents in the communities we serve on not necessarily wanting to go through the costly um, and time consuming process of a referendum, but it's hard to say, you know, this has been maybe the most collaborative uh, process that I've been a part of in city council. And that, as, as you mentioned, it takes 41 of us to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but also what we're seeing in this breakdown is really um, a lack of very clear process. I think we've heard a lot about people wanting more transparency, a lot of conflict over what the process is, a lot of confusion. Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing that on full display. So I'm already thinking about how we can clear this up, clean it up, and, and make it better for the next time.
1: So from your point of view, that's the holdup,
3: essentially. Absolutely. it's um, Many of us in council currently have not been through a redistricting process. Um, and then there are a few people who are in who've been through several. And while I felt like there were pretty clear guidelines given to us through the Rules Committee, there's not a lot set in stone. And, and some people, you know, opted for different strategies through the process. And, and we're seeing how that's turned out. So I know uh, A.D. mentioned the, the People's Map and the Independent Commission. I encouraged my residents to participate in that. And I know from their perspective, um, and and from mine, I'd share one of the big glaring pieces through this council process that's missing is really enough um, meaningful public participation. So this has certainly been a learning process. I um, hope that our residents will continue to give us input, lend their voices to this, and and I'm hoping that we can see a map that 41 or more of us can agree upon very soon.
1: The Black Caucus says it doesn't want to give up more than one of its 18 wards. We also know, Woman, that Chicago's losing a lot of its Black population. Mm-hmm. So do the census numbers back the
3: caucus's goal here? Yes, and that, that's where it gets a little complicated. So the census numbers, if you if you go off of the argument that the Latino Caucus has been making, they're looking at the percent of the population, right, and trying to equate that to a percent of the wards. So 30% of the Chicago population, according to the census, um, identifies as Latino. 30% of 50 is 15, right? And that's how they've got the 15 wards. However, our Voting Rights Act guidelines and and what we have to do, we're not looking at people, you know, just kind of spread about, and and we're not able to move people around, right? So we're looking at people in place. The Asian population has grown tremendously, and by the numbers – the Asian population um, should get three wards, but we don't have enough, right, of the diverse Asian population all in one place to draw that. So when we're looking at drawing the maps, if we can draw a district or a ward that has majority-minority representation so that they can be able to elect someone to represent them, that's the core guideline. The black population in Chicago is still concentrated in, in a couple of core places. Um, I serve the 49th ward. We've got 26% of my ward that's black, but we still have concentrations on the South and the West side, primarily, even with the population loss, right? You know, we're talking about 50, about 55,000 people in a ward, 80,000 black residents left. So if if you look at the one ward that goes away, plus, you know, a ward like the 49th, the 50th, the 48th, where we also have higher percentages of black residents, that that kind of takes care of the the piece. One of the challenges in in looking at drawing wards for some of the Latino population is their growth is all over the city and not as concentrated, um, and that's one of the big I think conflict points. Mm-hmm. Is kind of how that gets resolved. So, how can we get as close to that as possible?
1: So is it back to the map room today?
3: Um, I I think people have been in the map room every day but Thanksgiving um, over okay. this last week. So. Um, even immediately after committee people were in the math room so um, aldermen are trying to work it out
1: that is alderwoman maria hadden of the 49th ward thank you so much for checking in
3: thanks Sasha.
1: let's turn now to latino caucus member alderman carlos ramirez rosa of the 35th ward hi alderman welcome to reset hey Sasha. you said yesterday that your caucus is being gaslit during this remap process how so
0: You know, I think it was in response to certain comments made by the chair of the Rules Committee, Michelle Harris, uh, as well as my other colleagues who were saying that, you know, everyone had the same opportunity, that the reason why we hadn't reached a compromise as a city council and reached a map that had 41 votes was because, in their words, you know, members of the Latino Caucus had not been into the map room. i have been in the map room uh, at least four or five times. On Sunday, I spent an hour and a half in the map room, uh, you know, working with uh, Mike Casper, the attorney for uh, the rules committee, as well as some of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that people were treated with different rules during this process. Um, so if you were one of Mike Casper's uh, historic clients, of course, he's had a very long history as a Madigan lobbyist and attorney. Um, so if he had a pre-existing relationship with you, I think it became pretty clear that, you know, you were getting favored in special treatment by the rules committee and, the members of the Latino Caucus consistently uh, have been told by Mike Casper exactly what the boundaries of uh, the city of Chicago's Latino Ward should look like. Um, and so to hear members of the Rules Committee or to even hear the chairwoman of the Rules Committee say, well, this has been an open and transparent process. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, everyone's had the same opportunity and we're all equals here. You know, I think that was very insulting and it did not jive with the experience of myself and my colleagues in the map room, uh, yeah. where we felt uh, like we were being treated as second class citizens um, and that we didn't have an opportunity to draw maps that followed the data, that were contiguous and compact, and that ensured that we had a city council that reflects the diversity of our great city.
1: And as Alderwoman hadn't mentioned, there's been little to no public input,
0: too. Precisely, yeah. And I think, you know, the public was being gaslit. um, You know, the Latino caucus, we sat down with 35 uh, members of the city council. We also sat down with a broad coalition of community groups and drew a map. Uh, the Chicago Coalition map, which to date has been the only map that has been drawn by a group of aldermen that has been released publicly for the public to take a look at it. Um, And it's the only map that follows the data and follows the Voting Rights Act. We submitted that map and made it public as a place to start negotiations uh, because we felt that the city of Chicago deserved the transparent and inclusive map-making process. And it's just very disappointing that up through today, you know, Mike Casper has been hiding the ball. Uh, He has refused to show anyone what the map looks like. Even when he sits down with individual aldermen, uh, he'll only show them their boundaries and then say, "Okay, your ward is locked in. Right. Right. Uh, Sign here. Um, So I think he's approached this in a very old school way. I think he's under the impression that, you know, Mike Madigan and Ed Burke still run the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago. Um, But times have changed. And I think that, you know, we need a process that's democratic, that's not top-down, and we need a process that follows the data and follows the Voting Rights Act. And that's what the Latino Caucus and the Chicago Coalition map, that's what we've sought to accomplish since day one.
1: Alderwoman Haddon also said that it's about more than census numbers. It's also about the concentration of the population. Does she have a point?
0: Yes, she's absolutely right. And I think that, you know, the Chicago Coalition map, looks at that concentration um you know as the latino caucus we didn't start out with a number we didn't say you know we want 15 majority latino wards because that's the number we picked out of a hat we were very intentional in saying we're first going to look at the 2020 census data And then we're going to look at majority Latino census blocks. And then we're going to follow the law and we're going to follow the data and see how many majority Latino wards, how many majority African-American wards, uh, how many majority minority wards can be drawn in the city of Chicago to make sure that we have the diversity of the city of Chicago reflected uh, in the city council. Uh, I think that that's a progressive and noble goal that we should be working towards. And when we sat down and worked with our demographer, with our map maker. We found that, you know, the city of Chicago uh, has enough Latino population in compact areas to have 15 majority Latino wards. Ten years ago, the city of Chicago had enough population for 14 or 15 majority Latino wards. Mm. Ten years later, there's now enough population for 15 or 16 majority Latino wards. The Casper map that has been drawn for the Rules Committee, it's difficult to know and it's difficult to judge it because, again, no one has seen it. It's been hidden from everyone. We were told yesterday it was going to be shown at a rules committee meeting at 3 p.m. And then, you know, Casper comes on and says that he's not going to show it. You know, it's difficult to judge that map, but based upon the little that we know thus far, it seems as if that map will only have 12 majority Latino wards, with two wards that will be Latino influence wards that will transition to majority white wards over the next 10 years. Um, So that's a non-starter for the Latino community. It disempowers the Latino community. It does not reflect the diversity of our city. And we've clearly shown through the Chicago Coalition map that you can draw a map that respects neighborhood boundaries, that has wards that are contiguous and compact, and that follows the data to ensure that historically disenfranchised communities have a real seat at the table.
1: That is 35th Ward Alderman Carlos Ramirez-Rosa. Thank you, Alderman. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for today's Reset. Remapping is a contentious issue. Count on us to follow this down to the wire. And please, subscribe to the podcast. That way you can get more news you can use. And while you're at it, give us a rating. It helps listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow.